0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. You know, every Friday, Martha and I try to have an open conversation about some sort of what we've talked about during the week. And today, though, it's kind of a recap of conversations we've had over the last 365 days. Martha, this is going to be... The piece de la restance of <laughs> I Work For Him shows.
1: Okay, that was funny. I
0: have no idea what that really means, but I think it means it's going to be the pent-ultimate
1: show. It means no one's going to be able to resist it.
0: It's going to be unbelievable. Pretty sure. All right, so here's a question, <laughs> listener. Do you have a ministry that really resonates with you, one that we've talked about on the air, a favorite you can't imagine not being a part of? Every day in I Work for him we highlight ministries that are touching the lives of each one of us and we need you to join the fight this battle that's going on for the souls of our coworkers and of employees. We need if you know of ministries that we haven't highlighted that are really touching people on their workplace we need you to let us know. get in contact with us we're starting to hear from listeners more and more often Jim at iworkforhim.com, Jim at iWork the number four him.com. Today, we're going to highlight, I don't know, we did 265 shows this year, where we're going to highlight, actually 264, because this is the 265th show. We're going to highlight the ministries that, I don't know, We our best of, our our top picks for each quarter.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, this has been such a great year, and a lot of people look back at their year and go, oh, what happened, what did I accomplish, or what did I do? And we decided to just take a look at some of the shows during the year, because we can't possibly review every single show we've done but we can highlight a few of them that have been really special to us.
0: You know, you picked out a Bible verse for today's show. John, well, it's four verses. John seventeen twenty to 23. And it's Jesus talking. Uh, I, well, it's talking. Well, he's just praying. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. That's us. Jesus was praying for us. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they also be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. I work for him is the online the on-air radio platform that brings together in a common place a unity of all those ministries involved in workplace ministry
1: yes it we believe that that's true
0: It is. Wow, that was just really confident. We are. It is. That's what it is. Okay, my top, one of my top ones from first quarter. We'll get into first quarter right now. Awesome. The Museum of the Bible in Mm. Washington, D.C. We had Michael and Lauren McAfee call in and share what's going on at the Museum of the Bible, which opens next year, right, the fall of next year. Yes. In downtown D.C., right on the... the mall, the mall, right on the mall. Yes, and people can find out more about the Museum of the Bible online. It's such an incredible, I mean, it's going to be the, it's going to be historic, like a Smithsonian-like museum, all about the history of the Bible.
1: Yeah, and what's really amazing is I don't know if there's been any other museums opened in a lot of people's lifetime like this because. Um, it's been a long time since something so monumental has been built from the ground up and has so many artifacts being put in it that are part of a collection that people will be able to see all in one place and
0: it's the green family from Hobby Lobby that is supporting the growth of the museum of the Bible. I recommend you check it out because if we we need to know that what the Bible says is true and there are artifacts to verify and justify and back up all the claims of the Bible. You know, Martha, I think we would be remiss if we didn't just highlight the phenomenal sponsors that we've had, the advertisers we've had that have supported iWorkRim all year long.
1: Most definitely.
0: Uh, you know, number one advertised supporter. Oh, uh, but you got to be careful. Uh, you number can't number one. one, two, one them. Okay, okay. The first one I'm going to bring up, okay. Nepsis Capital. They want to take always a backseat, but they have been a great big supporter of iWork for Him since the beginning. They're a phenomenal organization. People can check them out online at nepsiscapital.com. Yes. Identity and Destiny. We've done 12 shows with them this year. They've been advertising every day. That workbook
1: touched our lives. It did. And so just, you know, we encourage our listeners, of course, to go to their website, identityanddestiny.com. Check out the book for yourself. Buy a bunch of them to give to your family and friends that you really care about, and go through it yourself.
0: Martha and I always have two or three copies in our trunks of our cars. Okay, we've got hatchbacks, but to give away, because Identity and Destiny is a workbook study that every Christ follower in the United States of America should go through. Identityanddestiny.com. You will
1: not be disappointed.
0: This last year, we also got to highlight for a whole year all the different aspects of the ministry of the Nehemiah Project. Yes. And you can find out more about Nehemiah Project online at nehemiahproject.org. We've done 12 shows all about their their program of teaching biblical entrepreneurship and wow was that a lot of fun
1: and i think the highlight for people to understand is that it's an international um an uh, organization and they're really trying to target the young um people before they get set in their ways
0: and they've got a special program for teaching young biblical entrepreneurship in urban areas to help kids learn how to grow out of the uh, a pov- out of a poverty situation o r g. it couldn't you, you couldn't not talk about uh, sponsors without really talking about Luke and Dave from Bel Air wealth management those guys Most have been definitely. Luke has been a supporter since the very beginning of the show mm-hmm. and Luke and Dave are phenomenal financial advisors and you can find out more about them online at com. Luke and Dave are going to continue on with this in 2017, Fabulous. really trying to tie biblical principles of finance with their investment methods. These guys are great guys, and they're phenomenal to work with. And if people listen and you don't have a great financial advisor, Luke and Dave are who you should check out.
1: And they have great personalities.
0: Air Wealth Management com all right and we had mark 829 films tim mm-hmm. pasker with mark 829 films the guy who produced and directed the glass window the glass window been doing just a monday just encouraging word how phenomenal that was he's just puts some phenomenal thoughts pounds them into a minute and also a great supporter and encourager for i work for him all along. tim pasker thank you so much most
1: definitely how about C12, Ross Harrop. Ross Harrop has pinch hit for us over a dozen times this year. I think it's more than pinch hitting because he he's prepared and planned and really right. deliberate I mean, about what he's doing.
0: Every month, Ross Harrop mm-hmm. has come on with C12 Ministry in the Marketplace and given Martha and I a three-day weekend to go see our kids in Jacksonville. We haven't taken advantage of it every month, but we have had that opportunity to share the platform with Ross and C12 because we believe C12 is a phenomenal organization for business leaders and business owners to get involved in. Check them out online at c12group.com. How about Jeff Ruby with Red Rock Leadership? Red Rock Leadership. Jeff's been uh, an advertiser four or five months this year, but every time Jeff comes on the air, he and I barely need any notes. We're always talking (laughs) about business related subjects, how to be more effective and more impactful in our business. Jeff Ruby does that every day with his clients. Check them out online at redrockleadership.com. And no, you didn't you didn't sign in today just to hear advertisements, but I just want to tell you, these are people that help keep I Work For Him on the air each and every day. Iworkforhim.com is a place where you can go on our front page and see every one of those ministries that is being highlighted. Did I miss any, Martha?
1: That's my goodness, because we didn't really have this listed out. I'm making sure we didn't. Um, if we did, we'll come back to That's them. Right. We'll do
0: that. We'll, yes. we'll go out to our website off the air and, and check them out. Okay, so probably the I've got a couple of really powerful books that I've read this year that have really made an impact. One had to do with churches, Canoeing the Mountains by Todd Bolzinger. Mm-hmm. I interviewed him back in January, and we got to meet him in Dallas in, in October. He wrote this book saying, listen, just because we've done church the way we've done church the last 50 years doesn't mean we can do church that way going forward. You've got to. You, things are changing. Our society is changing, uh, and I. If you're a church leader and you have influence in a ministry organization, you need to read this book, "Canoeing the Mountains" by Todd Bolzinger. Who'd I miss?
1: All right. So Love Twenty Twenty joined oh, us later right. in, the Late year. in the year. They did. So Love Twenty Twenty is um, a movement to help every person in America be get a touch of the of the love of Jesus Christ. And so that's something we're going to be highlighting into the next year. And MTL, our book sponsor, oh Mortalife Magazine dot And we just love the fact that they help us get the books into the hands of our listeners.
0: Right. And if you I have gotten a book from us this year, you've got life Magazine to thank. Mtlmagazine.com. Mm-hmm. Now Ace, I promise that I give you a microphone today on the show. You have produced probably to three quarters of the shows for I work for him this year. Which one of the shows was one that really made it Im- a kingdom impact on you? Oh, and by the way, have you started Identity and Destiny yet?
2: <coughs> well, let me answer the first question first, Jim. <laughs> um, oh, we love <coughs> you, Ace. You know that. <laughs> yes, I know, I know, and I love you know Tom and Pam Wolf just. I hope they're not listening right now. But anyway, uh, no. But in all seriousness, I, I was thinking about this, Jim. Uh, it, you know, I, when you guys were, were telling me before the show that this is what you were going to talk about today, the first show that came to my mind was the one that you had, I believe, towards the end of the summer with uh, Ken Ham, with the mm. Creation Museum and, and, and with the ARC encounter that he made. And this is why. And, Jim, I actually I realized this. I never told you guys that I actually used some of that interview that you had with him in one of my sermons and and what the the interact it was about his interactions with bill nye the science guy if anybody kind of knows a little bit about that story ken ham and bill nye kind of have this strange relationship where they both are on totally opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to you know creationness and 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 you know evolution um but Dr. Ham told you, Jim, that he finally stopped Bill uh, during one of their debates, and he said, you know, Bill, the reason why I keep bringing this up to you and that I still debate this with you is because I genuinely care for you, and, and I love you, and I like I want you to avoid, uh, you know, eternal separation from God, and that Bill mm. and I actually stopped and looked at Kim and Ken and said— I know that, and I appreciate that. And for some reason, that stuck out to me so much that how powerful of a testimony is it that here are these two men that have completely opposite viewpoints, but yet this unsaved, atheistic, evolutionist guy knows that this guy that's a creationist, that is a full-blown Christian, loves him. And I thought, man, that's so powerful, and I used part of that in a sermon I, I preached a little bit later on in the year.
0: That was a fun interview. It could have easily taken an hour, but he only had a half an hour for us.
1: And just what a great point. The fact that we can disagree with people and still love them to Jesus. So
0: important. That's what Jesus did. Jesus Mm -hmm. loved everybody, even those that disagreed with him all the time. And it is our goal to take our grandkids to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter, hopefully in 2017, right? At least one of them.
1: I'm not sure we'll get to both of them in the same. Well, They're those, yes, yes, yes. We may not be able to do the Bible Museum and both of those at the same time. I mean, right. that's a lot so gonna, of stuff to we're cover. We're just going to
0: go to the Ark Encounter, but we're not walking next door to the Creation oh, stop. Museum. It's okay It's not next All door. All right, thanks, Ace. That was that's phenomenal. Great. All right, so Martha, any last ones in the first quarter that, that were like, wow, they just left an impact on your life?
1: Well, oh my goodness, yes. But if you're going to make me limit it to just one, I think what I will say is the one that we are... Um, Has a recurring theme coming up again this year, and that is Sheila Weber with the National. Marriage Week. And that is a ministry that really focuses on the importance of marriage and the fact that the week leading up to Valentine's, they are encouraging people all over the country to start studies or do something to reach out to couples and marriage and just celebrate the importance of marriage. So I, I I love Sheila Weber, what they're doing in New York City that's impacting the whole country. And then you can check it out. I think it's just National Marriage Week. If you Google that, you will find the details how you can get involved. And I, I'm happy that people are celebrating marriage.
0: Absolutely, and you know, Martha and I are totally sold out on marriage and trying to promote marriage. In fact, we've got a marriage retreat cruise in 2018 in February, the beginning of February, mm-hmm. that we'd like to invite you to check us out on the on our on our iWork Ram Facebook page. Can they find out more details about that?
1: Most definitely, they sure can if they look under events.
0: All right, now I had a highlight one from first quarter. When we interviewed the people from Apartment Life, we had Sean Bailey, who was a vice president from ApartmentLife.com, ApartmentLife.com. The idea that churches are working alongside, or groups of people are working alongside getting planted in apartment complexes to create community and to build up retention for the apartment complex, which they love, but also to build up community in a place where 95% of the people that go there are not involved in church at all. Loved that ministry, and they are involved in apartment complexes all over the country, and it's a phenomenal effort to just build community because, boy, do we need building community in this country.
1: We do, and so just an encouragement for people that have never thought about being intentional where they live whether it's an apartment or condo or wherever, to to think about it in those terms and learn more about apartment life. All
0: right, and I know I know you wanted to highlight Taiwan and Sinead. Wait
1: a second. Okay, so you're going to let me go ahead. You're going to you're going to highlight another first quarter. So Taiwan and Sinead Simmons are good friends of ours who've written a book called. Um, ABCs of a Strong Christian Marriage, and they have a ministry called Get in Touch. And we just love them, love their heart, love their passion, love their humor, and they just do a great job of spelling out some ways to strengthen marriage through a book that they've recently written.
0: And they bring a different perspective, and it is hilarious, the transparency in their book. Absolutely hilarious. I just love it. You know, and I know, Martha, we haven't been able to get Diane Pattison back on the show yet, but... That ministry, Four Word Women.
1: The number four.
0: Word Women was, I mean, one of the very few women-focused, business-focused, workplace- ministry-focused ministries that we found.
1: That was a lot of words of focus. But yes, she's written a book called Work, Love, Pray, and it's a fabulous book. She has a great professional background, gives a lot of um, continuity to her story, and just shares how God has used her life to um, strengthen those around her. And she's using that now in a mentoring type ministry for women um, in several cities across the country. So again, another great one for people to check out if they have any desire to grow a women business ministry in their city. She's already got the template completely done and will train people to bring it to your city wherever you may be.
0: 4WordWomen.com mm-hmm. All right, so... Let's talk about second quarter. Okay. I mean, I know there's a number one show in the second quarter. Absolutely the only show that left me speechless, but we won't highlight highlight that one first. We had, um, okay, we're going to highlight it. Just go for it. Okay.
1: I don't know why you're holding back.
0: Paige Murrell. Paige Murrell. Uh Uh-huh. She is the story sketcher. We shared show number five hundred with her. She, at that point in time, was an eighteen-year-old senior in high school. Yes, and she had done a whiteboard sketch video on vocation and understanding vocation as it related to your faith
1: and your calling
0: and your calling, mm-hmm. right? Your calling, mm-hmm. and she had such an. She has such an amazing perspective on the biblical perspective on calling. I mean, she left me speeches with what uh, speechless many times. You're speechless she, just
1: talking about it. That's her.
0: unbelievable. And then we brought
1: her back on this fall just to follow up with her now that she's yes. out in college. Right. And she did it again to me. So the way we found out about Paige is she actually won a contest that um, helped her in her college. I'm not sure if it was a scholarship. I can't remember. It but was a five thousand dollars scholarship put amazing. on by amazing the Institute Uh, of Faith, Faith, Work and Economics. economics. It's amazing what Paige does in just in the talent that she has and being able to, you've seen these videos where people are writing, they're drawing pictures and writing words and it's telling the story while somebody's narrating. And that's what Paige does. And she can communicate other people's message, but she did that very specifically with the vocation. So her website is com, And we just, we just, fell in love with Paige and, and and love the way God's working in her heart. Okay, so I get to share one from that um, second quarter. And I guess, you know, there have been... Um many books written by carol kent and she has her story is about her son ended up in a life sentence in prison and it forever has changed the dynamics of their family and her and her husband have moved to be near where he is in prison and they've written several books every everything from when i lay my isaac down to um uh, there's a flame on the picture of the the most recent book that we talked about, and now she's just written another one that's all about waiting while your family members are in prison. So I just I love her and her husband's heart and the way that they are ministering to people where God has them. They didn't ask for where they're at, but they're using where they're at for for growing the kingdom. And their son is doing the same thing in prison. He is not wasting the time that God's given him in prison. Um, he is using his life for God's glory
0: we had some fun really joining forces with pastor carol warren
1: mm-hmm.
0: who's got a church up in uh, hebron family center up uh, in north tampa and we have tried to join forces and and we've had multiple shows on how to bridge the cultural gap in churches because we learned that the most segregated day of the week is sunday morning because the 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 cultures don't intermix on Sunday. And that was a show, one of my favorite shows uh, in May of last year mm-hmm. when Carol Warren joined us. And, and it was a fast moving show because he's done a lot of radio, done a lot of TV. And I, I had a hard time getting a word in edgewise.
1: Well, and and imagine what he, t- he takes two plus hours to preach on a Sunday morning. He had to condense it down to an hour radio show. I think our favorite story about Pastor Warren being on the air with us is the fact that he was not even to the parking lot and he had a call from another pastor saying, hey, I want to meet with you. I love what God's doing in you and I want to join forces. And we should really follow up to find out where that's gone. But how neat is that, that God moved immediately and showed him? Because they're new to the area. They don't know a lot of pastors and um, really wanting to embrace Tampa Bay.
0: We had a lot of fun highlighting a ministry called Cause Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Jeffrey joined us on the air and talked about Cause Gear. where they actually they sell high quality things on the internet that are made by people in developing nations who get paid a living wage and he highlighted those things and as ministries we can sell those items to raise money for our causes and they help support people's living in other countries that are in developing countries What did you like? I mean, you ordered some stuff from there.
1: I did. I got some totes for the girls, and um, that was really uh, just neat to see the quality of what they're producing. There are so many great ministries that are using... Um, manufacturing and making of goods in order to support and give good livelihood to people in other countries, as well as supporting great causes. And, and that's really one of the great things about being able to be on the air with them and, and share that with other people, because people are going to buy stuff, may as well buy stuff that gives back.
0: We had the last one we'll highlight for second quarter was an interview with Deanne Turner. Yes. From From Mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A. She wrote a book, It's My Pleasure, and really was all her story of how she got involved with Chick-fil-A and has risen through the ranks over 30 years. But she just shared the philosophy, the power behind the Chick-fil-A message, and the fact that they are a super-duper profitable um, fast food restaurant. But that's not the way they call it. What would they call it? I remember she called it something. But anyway, and they're closed one day a week. And you all know that the most days you want to eat Chick-fil-A is on Sunday. Martha?
1: I wanted to, as we're highlighting our favorite shows from this past year, I wanted to start off this segment with Laura
0: pether bridge well and i want to let people know why we're doing this oh, you know, okay. a lot of people haven't been listeners all year long they're just finding out about us now and and we interview and talk to a ton of different ministries all year long hundreds of ministries that are helping impact our lives in, in one or two ways, either they're discipling us to help us connect our faith to our work or mm-hmm. they are um, helping us dig deeper into our marriages or relationships because we deal with both kinds of authors and and both kinds of ministries and this is something that is we're just trying to help you
1: Catch up. Right. And if any of these show topics intrigue anyone, they can go back. I actually found the easiest thing to do is actually Google. Like put, I work for him and Laura Pretherbridge," and you will get to our shows. I mean, you can do it on our website as well, but that, if you don't remember all the details... Let us know. We can help you find the shows. But uh, um,
0: Speaking of Laura Petherbridge, who, she and her husband, Steve, joined us on our last Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage retreat on I Work For Him. And uh, there, she's also been a many-time guest on our show.
1: So she is an expert in the area of blended families and stepmoms, things like that. And so Laura just has a lot of energy and a lot of understanding as she is a stepmother um, and insight and speaks in just a way that engages people. And we just love having Laura and Steve on the show talking about um, ways that... And applying it in our workplace, we work with a lot of people. If we ourselves are not a blended family, there is definitely going to be somebody nearby that is, and being able to relate and help.
0: laurapetherbridge.com, a really a phenomenal resource for any of you blending families. All right, Jobs for Life. Yes. Jobs for Life. I, can't, I should have, i got to bring my internet up. It's jobsforlife.org, is that what it is? I'm pretty sure Probably, yeah,
1: yeah. So talk about it. it. So Danny Wardance works with Jobs for Life, and basically what we did with... um. One of the shows, for sure, is we brought on some people that were actually going through the program, and basically it's an opportunity to get some refinement and some training to help people get into the positions that they're really meant to be in.
0: Jobsforlife.org, and it's a ministry that your church can join in. There are already about 10 churches in Tampa Bay involved, but there are room for new Jobs for Life groups in churches across the country. And it, this, is a, this is a wave of churches getting involved in the practical side of people's lives, jobsforlife.org. Yes. All right. How about probably the weirdest book? Well, people will think it's the weirdest book that I read this year.
1: <laughs> weirdest I, title, maybe.
0: I Found Jesus in the Stock Market, Love Cassie it. Layman. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun talking with Cassie and her husband on the air about this book and about their ministry, which is Beacon Wealth Management. Yes. And But she... Found, I mean, as a, she became a Christ follower because of her interaction with other Christ followers in the stock market.
1: Yes. And then they've taken the understanding that there's a, a, a biblical approach to investment and they apply that in their um wealth management companies all over the country in the fact that they do biblically responsible investing. So they vet out the companies. They make sure that they're not supporting things that are against biblical principles. And that's where they do the investment for their clients. It's a phenomenal approach.
0: Beacon wealth management, Cassie Lehman. I found Jesus in the stock market. What a great book. You know, I want to highlight, we added love 2020 about mid year last year, this year. I uh, love 2020. When I heard about this movement, like wow we got to get a part of it love 2020 has an, an a sector of it which is totally dedicated to the workplace and the idea is to bring an authentic t- touch of Christ to every person in the United States in the workplace by 2020 156 million people and it lays on the shoulders of us Christ followers who are going to the workplace every day and bringing an authentic touch and and love 2020 is bringing as a unifying platform that has hundreds and hundreds of ministries going yes that is something we want to be part of love 2020.com kathy branzell and uh, ford taylor have become great friends of ours because Mm -hmm. of
1: this that's exactly right so we would remiss to well we kind of highlighted ross harrop and c12 as a sponsor but um he has done some great shows over the year just bringing in different people locally and and highlighting their testimony and how Christ is making a difference in companies all over Tampa Bay.
0: And this next year, he's going to be bringing people in, C12 members from all over the country to share their testimonies. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we read a book and highlighted it in our business, His Way group earlier this year yes. called Sticking Points by Hayden Shaw. Love it. And Hayden was actually on our show earlier this year uh, talking about his uh, his book, which was how to get the five generations in church to get along. Right. Sticking Points was how to get the four generations in the workplace to work together And it really helped educate us on each one of the generations, Mm -hmm. how they look at life, how they look at work, and how to get them to work together because the perspectives are so different.
1: They really are. And really understanding the culture of those different generations helps you to be able to manage them better or work for them better and all along pulling out the best aspects of each employee because they're not wrong. They're just different.
0: That's right. Well,
1: most of the time they're not wrong. That's sometimes right. they're too judgmental. Sometimes they're too lackadaisical. But we all learn from each other in those different cultures.
0: And what's really staggering is so many people just say, well, the millennials, are just they're just lazy. They're unmotivated, blah, blah, blah. They're, you're just wrong. You need to understand where they come from. You need to understand where us Generation Xers come from. You need to understand who your boss is, where they came from, the boomers, and maybe even you have a traditionalist still. Mm-hmm. But that was a book that really impacted our lives this year because it really gave us a new
1: perspective. It did. It did. So we would encourage, of course, everybody to read it because it, just, it can make a huge difference in where you are at as well.
0: Well, and if you really want to understand how... You put your you connect you what you're learning on Sunday with what you're doing Monday through Friday or whatever days of the week you work. We're giving away a book today called Work Matters. You can email us, Jim and IWorkForm.com or call the studio line right now. Ace, have you gotten a winner yet? Well And a, we're giving away
1: you, a free coloring book. There's
0: a coloring book included. Are, are you
1: are are, are he you He can't do anything about it. He's just gotta answer the phone. Okay, they have so to Ace, dial.
0: They ought to dial. Ace, why don't you give out the number? Maybe they'll listen to you today.
2: Let's see. It's 877-943-9673 or 877-943-WORD. All right, get a copy of
0: Work Matters. under Get a great understanding
2: of how you connect what you're learning on
0: Sunday with what you're doing on Monday and help your pastor understand the same thing because Tom Nelson's involved in Made to Flourish, what we'll talk about in just a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. One of the shows at the end of the third quarter really highlighted – Where I want to go with my mental thoughts for Mm. 2017. Gilbert, Mm -hmm. a former San Diego Chargers football player, he came on and we talked about the fact that everybody needs a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy in their life. Everybody needs a mentor, everybody needs an encourager, and everybody, sh- every Christ follower should be mentoring somebody else.
1: Right. And Gil just has such a great way about him, and he incorporates that in what he does in his life, and um, it just really has impacted him, and he, as a football coach, he is... Has- because he's been a coach too. A coach he played well. and is a
0: coach. Yeah, he was on the Buccaneers. He, he is team. so not
1: what I would expect a coach to be. He's very soft spoken and very, um, you know. Well, of course, maybe it was because we were at Panera. He wasn't yelling. You know, I mean, coaches. But on the air, he was fine. <laughs> you know, I just love him. I love his heart.
0: All right. So another book that really impacted my thought processes was. Rick Box wrote a book called Unconventional Business. And really, as I wrote my last blog, and you know, if you don't haven't subscribed to our blog, every week, along with the latest podcast that we've produced for the week, I write a short blog that just kind of lays out what's on my heart. And we talked about unconventional being unconventional and we will this next week with rick box as well but we should be living as christ followers unconventional lives everything about us should be changing and rick box wrote this book unconventional business which applies to everything about what we do in our workplace should be unconventional it shouldn't be just the way everybody else does it it should be what Romans 12.2 talks about. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world.
1: Really, and to piggyback on that, uh, another book, of course, everybody knows that we are, we love books and we love to read is The Unfair Advantage by Dr. Jim oh, Harris. Oh my goodness. And did it, I miss that one? Did yeah, I miss it? Oh. it was one of Ross, you guys did it together, I we think. We did Doctor it together. You know, we highlighted his book, but basically, God has given us the most amazing unfair advantage. And that sounds negative, but it's really positive, and that's in the Holy Spirit. And allowing the Holy Spirit to be a part of our business most people have not even thought of that
0: and how many of us yeah we 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 approach our workplace and we kind of operate on what we've got for wisdom and knowledge of our own (laughs) yet the god of the universe has all the wisdom we need and we can we can tackle that we can access that by just reaching out to the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Mm-hmm. Our Unfair Advantage by Dr. Jim Harris, drjimharris.com. Hey, I'd like to thank Rose for listening from Dover. Thanks for listening to iWork Work We'll get out a copy of Work Matters along with a brand new coloring book. If you're a colorer, if not, use it as a gift. And just say Glad you bought it for Glad it's
1: brand new, not it's, already colored in. <laughs> well, yeah, because
0: I don't color, so that's not happening. Okay, so we had fun talking with Dave Ramsey's daughter in early November.
1: Yes, we did. Rachel she, Cruz. She
0: wrote this new book, uh, which was "Love Your Life, Not Theirs." That was great. I mean, she's the daughter of Dave Ramsey, so she's lived all of her life growing up in this world where the debt snowballs, just part of life, and not living in debt. It's not living in debt's not a possibility, and she wrote this book.
1: But yet, God made her a spender. So by nature, she didn't, you know, she she had to figure out how do I do this God's way when my desire is to be a spender, and so it's. It's very real. It's not about um, oh, I fit in this little box because of who I am.
0: No, and it's and it really is. It's it's her story along with her husband. I think Winston was his name. Yes, uh, and their struggle in their newlywed years, the first four or five years of their marriage, how they learned to live their life,
1: not hours so we decided that would be another good resource to give somebody as a newlywed
0: absolutely we should probably have some of those in stock we'll
1: all work right on that.
0: All right we're running out of time we are um so, uh, another one bob td
1: oh my asking God.
0: great questions hey
1: jim how do you feel about that
0: i love that asking great question. questions
1: <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i was trying to be witty and what else And what else would you like to add to that question? Now, Bob T.D., he has a great blog. People can sign up for 100 Great Questions Great Leaders Must Ask, I believe, or something like that is his book. And again, just challenging us to ask the questions. Don't just assume. Don't. Tell people things. Draw it out of them. Great leaders ask questions.
0: And it's Bob Tiede. T-I-E-D-E. Wow, what Mm -hmm. a great book that was. Because we, as Christ followers, what he said is that he's a member of Tellers Anonymous. we got to stop telling people stuff. we got to (laughs) start asking people great questions. So,
1: Jim, is that something we need to work on for 2017? I am
0: definitely a teller. I definitely need to stop telling so much.
1: (laughs) Tell me about it.
0: Okay, so I got to talk about Eric Bame and Dan Cook with Building God's Way services. They're the ones Mm. that I heard about in Portland, Oregon. Their church, Eric Bame's church, bought a motel, remodeled it, changed brands, and the church ran the motel and used the motel as their church building and ministered to the community by hiring people in the community to support the mo- the motel. I mean, the motel became a place of commerce and a place of outreach. It was incredible. Yeah. I loved that.
1: What do b- they call it? Like fiscally responsible ministry or I can't remember what it they call something it. Like that, but but b- the whole idea that you can have a business that funds the church.
0: Building got BGW services. I, I absolutely Love loved, loved that one. Consider it. it I just, it was great. And then last week I had the privilege... Uh, to talk with a young kid who's gone through, he's 13 13 years old, gone through the Young Biblical Entrepreneurs Project from Uh Nehemiah Project, and, and just talked about how it impacted his perspective going forward in life. So powerful, the Nehemiah Project. You got to check them out, nehemiahproject.org. We're so grateful that you've been listening all year long. And we're hoping that in, in, in highlighting the ministries that have touched our lives, we're hoping those same ministries have touched your lives and challenged you to dig deeper in connecting your faith and your work.
1: Yeah, so one of the biggest things for me this year has just really been coming to the realization that there are a lot of amazing people doing amazing work for the kingdom and being able to be a mouthpiece for them and getting them the exposure that they so well deserve and need in order to grow their ministries has just been a huge highlight for me.
0: Well, and I was amazed at, you know, you don't have to be a business owner or leader Mm -hmm. to really be part of the workplace faith and work movement. There is something, there are so many different ministries that are out there that are working on discipling you and I and and there, I mean so many different permutations, so many phenomenal books to read, and, and when I, that's when, when I learned about apartment life, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, how many people who don't have direct influence in their workplace could have direct influence in their community, mm-hmm. their, their apartment community? Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's an organization out there being intentional in building community in apartment complexes that just that was staggering to me. And the fact that Nehemiah Project is teaching biblical entrepreneurship in urban areas and in foreign countries around the world because biblical entrepreneurship is how to be successful from a biblical standpoint. I mean, they're teaching the value of vocation and stewardship right from the beginning.
1: I think the the fun thing for us has been seeing in people's eyes when that light bulb goes off that whatever they do, on a day-to-day basis to earn a living or to sustain life, whether they're an at-home mom or someone running a corporation or someone helping the corporation be run, you know, any of those levels, that what they do matters and that the people they're rubbing shoulders with matter to Christ and that they can make a difference.
0: It is so important that you recognize that God has placed you right where you are at. It is not by chance that you are in your position in your workplace. You don't need to go, you know, go to seminary and become a full-time paid Christian worker. You can be a full-time minister right in your workplace. And if you've given your life to Christ... Everything about you is changing, and if everything about you is changing, then who you are in the workplace will be decidedly different than those that you work alongside, and that will open up doors. But, of course, we challenge everybody, Martha, to start that process by, by joining the I Work For
1: Am Nation. We do. So if you go to our website and check it out, a little flag pops up. You can click on it and read just what we're challenging people to do. But it's really between you and the Lord and just saying, you know what? I want to make a commitment to make a difference where God has placed me.
0: Yeah, just start praying for your coworkers and employees, looking for ways to serve them, looking for ways to befriend them because friendship is where you really get an opportunity to be transparent with people and to befriend them. I just said that over again. Then to look for ways to pray with people when you notice you're having a rough day, but all along in your workplace as a Christ follower, you should be the best and the brightest in your position.
1: Yes. So we just really want people to go out and and think about it and consider it for themselves this I, next year.
0: Iworkforhim.com. Click on the I Work for Him Nation flag, and when you join the I Work for Him Nation, we'll send you a sticker for your back window, as well as you'll get a personal note from me congratulating you and giving you a copy of the I Work For Him Nation Covenant.
1: This has been fun talking about all of our... You know, and we can't highlight them all. I'd like to do it all over again. Well, I'm really looking forward to what we have in 2017. We have some great shows coming up and great things that we'll be highlighting, some of them monthly. And we're really excited to get that exposure to people.
0: And we do want to thank all those that have supported and thank all of you who are listening. And if you know of ministries that we have not highlighted, if you have read books about faith Mm -hmm. and work, that we haven't highlighted, please contact us. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us, jim at iworkforhim.com or...
1: Martha at iworkforhim.com.
0: We look at our emails all the time. We are email addicts. Outlook is, we're going through Outlook Recovery class right now. (laughs) Email us. We would love to hear from you. It is such an encouragement when we hear from people. Jim at iworkforhim.com.
1: Martha at iworkforhim.com.
0: It was a good year, baby.
1: It was. We want to wish all of our listeners a very happy new year.
0: And and my hope for you as our listeners is that your year next year will be completely different than this year, that you will be stretched in your faith beyond what you can imagine, as we talked about yesterday, that you will learn to dream dreams so big it makes your hands sweaty because you can't possibly accomplish it on your own. Because we need to realize that the enemy of the souls of our co-workers and employees takes this battle very, very seriously. He wants to take your friends, your co-workers, your employees to hell with him. We want them to join us for an eternity with Jesus Christ. Take this seriously. Start praying for your co-workers and employees by name today. Start changing your workplace tomorrow. Be an agent of change. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. We've learned that our workplace It's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for him. him. Happy everybody.